0: Are the free in the house? Nah, that was weak. It's the free in the house. Are the free in the house? Are the free delivered, anointed, and appointed for such a season as today are in the house? Are the shakers and bakers are in the house? Are the ones who are ready to open up a new can of, of anointing and give the, the enemy a nice little... Are there in the house? I don't want just the, the, the people that just go to church now and then. I'm talking about the one that they know that they're serving the almighty I am. Those guys, those people are there in the house. Because the Bible says that when those are gathered, expect signs and wonders because the anointing is in the house. So I ask again, how many of those are in the house today? Now I talk to the spectators who are not sure they're, where they're at Pay attention because there's a word being delivered for you Not because I'm saying it, because the Holy Ghost It is the season of breakthrough It is the season of growth It is the season It is the season The season of deliverance The season of healing The season of being filled The season of being free The season of seeing your loved ones come in once and for all Who Again, who is free in the house? Father, we give you the glory and honor and praise this morning. As I remove myself out of the way, and I say, have your way with what belongs to you. Speak today. Share your word. Give me the anointing to break the yokes, Father. Do not tickle the the intellect, but I pray that you will speak into the essence of their very soul, Father. Getting them the hope of freedom today. In Jesus' name. I'm sorry, you can sit down. I got to catch my breath. I'm excited. <laughs> See, when I came in this morning, I wasn't feeling good. You know, I woke up with the chills and sneezing and, and the praise got on. And it's, it, you cannot be in his presence and still be sick. It, it's impossible. You can't be in his presence and still be depressed. It's impossible. So his presence was there and the boy says to him, wait, by thy stripes I've been healed. <laughs> so wait a minute. I'm healed. I said, I don't have no cold. I don't have no allergy. Jesus, name. I have no chill. I'm telling you, I'm telling you because I believe in that little corner. I believe, I feel, I'm feeling great. The sweat is gone. The sniffer is gone. Because I serve an awesome God. Do you serve an awesome God? Do you serve your awesome God? Before I even get into the message, I got to let you understand. If you serve an awesome God, that what you're struggling with is a lie of the enemy. It's just a mindset. It's just a mindset. You've got to learn how to begin to speak into your own insistence. Speak into the framework of your own life for your own day. See, the psalmist says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Well, And I will rejoice and be glad that I'm in his day. So if this is his day, <laughs> if this is the Lord's day, you lack nothing. If this is the Lord's day, you're not the tail, you're the head. You're not not the borrower, you're the giver. If this is the Lord's day, that was struggles, that what you are struggling with, cease. Because in the presence of your Lord, every knee must bow, every tongue must confess, every sickness must flee. Whatever is hind you must leave the presence of your God. So today, I don't know about you, but for me, today is the day of the Lord. And I don't know about you, but I am glad, I am excited, I am overwhelmed with the presence of my father. So that's why when I came in sick, I'm healed, because it cannot be in the midst of the... I'll celebrate by myself. Jesus! My King, my God, my Lord, my Savior, my Master. I don't know about you, but I know I'm saved, I'm healed, I'm filled. I struggle here and down there because I forget to change the channel of stupidity. Yeah, I'm sorry. Of stupidity and ignorance. Because the Bible says my people perish for the lack of knowledge, the lack of understanding. Not because he has not done what he's done already. I'm just coming down. In the book of Proverbs, in the book of Proverbs, it says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. The Bible says that when he created us, he created us out of his own essence and gave us the authority to, to rule over this earth. He created us to function as He functioned. And how does He function? He speaks into things as they are not yet, but as He sees them already fulfilled. So that's why when you get sick, you can speak into the sickness and healing, come forth because the authority that resides within you. That's what the Word says, (laughs) Amar. So if life and death is in the power of the tongue, and since we're operating under His authority, that what we speak upon ourselves begins to get manifest because we're operating with His authority. So that's why the enemy go play with your emotions and cause you to think in a certain way. That's why the psalmist says frame your day and praise him because this is the Lord's day. Because if it's his day, you got no time to think about your foolishness. You're too busy praising him. But if you take, don't frame your day, you begin to meditate on your frustration, on your bills, or on the lazy husband who, hey, guess what, God is not finished with yet. But if you keep standing in the gap and praying, he's going to be the champion that you always knew he was. So, as you frame your day, damn. Oh, could I say that? <laughs> God is good. The enemy is a defeated foe. He's a liar. He's a defeated foe. He's a <laughs> he doesn't want to go down by himself. He took a third of heaven with him. He don't want to go down by himself. He says, I took a third of them, and I'm going to take a third of you. It's your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. Your problem does not have the last word. The word of God has the last word. The word of God says that when, when Jesus was tempted for 40 days, before then, one of the fir- two things he did. One, the first thing he did was he, he, he challenged his identity. Who is he? Who are you in Christ? Then he challenged him to do certain things, and he said, "Wait up! We know the story. He, you know, caused this bread to stone to become bread." He says, "The word of God says it is written: Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that p- 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 proceeds out of the mouth of God." You need to change your diet. You need to get into the Word. Listen, I, 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 books are great, and 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 this um unqualified book. It is an awesome book. Buy it, read it. But no book out here should ever take the place of the word of God. I don't care how good it is. But if it takes more time to read into that, to read the word of God, throw it out. Because even blessings can become a distraction if it pulls you away from the ultimate goal giver. It must be nothing but the word of God. See, because now as you receive the word of God. What you give out is what you receive in. I can't speak blessings over my life if all I'm receiving is doubt, anger, frustration, bad news, uh, phone calls, bills, and all that stuff. All I'm going to meditate is what's being presented to my mind, to my soul. So eventually, even in my quiet time, where I want to praise God, I can't because I I, I, I can't have no peace. So I'm meditating on my frustration so that I can't release the word of God over my life. The enemy got you? Because he understands the principle of God. He understands if you begin to praise him, if you begin to praise him, and then after you finish, praise him some more, and, and even quote his word back to him. But what you're doing, you're not really quoting back to him, because as you're releasing it, guess what? You're hearing it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So you begin to create a frame that you're in that is the blessings of God. So whatever goes around you, how you get a ship, how you get a boat to sink, you make holes in it. Yeah, no, that's not how you make a so- ship, because ships have crossed the Atlantic Ocean with holes in it. You know how you make that boat ship sink? Excuse me. Catch up. You know how you make that boat sink? The water goes in the ship, and it begins to sink. Not the holes. The water. The holes are the, the avenues that, or the doors that you let open for the enemy to come in. How you begin to sh- sh- sway from the, your focused walk with God is you let the frustration, you let the pressure, you let the, you, you, you let the wrong report in. So now it's unfocused you from... Being in what you wanted and where you were going for, what you dreamed about, now you're here, focus I, 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 I want it, but I can't because I gotta pay this. But, but my wife, but my kids, but my pain, but it focuses you from your goal or where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Listen, I don't brag about my, about my enemy, but I, give him, I understand him. He's a very true enemy. And his goal, his desire, his hunger, he is sealed about destroying you. For the word of God says, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the God says, but I came to give you life, and life in abundance. Kill, steal, and destroy. Life in abundance. Whose report will you receive? Because whatever you grab is what you're going to run with. Whatever you grab, you're going to run with. The Bible in Matthew 4, 4 says that, no, I'm sorry, that one I read already. I'll read it again. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. In Proverbs, who did you throw these verses up there? Proverbs 23, 7. Throw it up there. Okay. Proverbs 23, 7. Who has it? As a man thinketh, so he is. Sorry for the pressure. (laughs) For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As I speak... The frustration, I am. I become part of the problem instead of part of the solution. As a man walking in the frustration, that he is. You ever seen those people walking down the street and they're rapping to themselves, but loudly? And the words that come out of their mouth? Man, it's so, all hate and it's rape, and it's killed, and shoot this, and do that, and murder, and this, and that, and they, and they got a dance for, and they're beating, yeah, yeah, what's up you? What do you think the first thing happens, or the reaction, when they get cross? Well, they're speaking to themselves. Preach, my sister. It is a principle that no one knows better than the enemy himself, the hater of your soul. So, it, take that same person. Same bebops, same sway, same what's up. Instead of the hate, he's preaching the word of God. Not when, when he gets crossed, even though he gets crossed, as a I love you, brother. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you. Keep it real. Oh, man, it can't be that easy. No. It can't be that simple. It cannot be. It's, no. it's got to be a deeper revelation. Wake up. It is that simple. He did it already. He already fought the fight for you. He already took the keys of the enemy's hands and placed it upon your hands. So what you begin to speak, he says, I give you the keys of authority that whatever you bind will be binding. Whatever you loose will be loose. How do you do that? You speak it into assistance. The power of your mouth, the power of the tongue. The Bible says that life and death is exactly. It's not. I'm cursing the sister out. I'm cursing myself out because I'm speaking condemnation. So who am I going to believe? The report that he comes to steal and kill, and I have no hope, or that the hope that I have in Jesus that he has come to give me life and life in abundance. That's simple. Message is over. Go home. Yo, Julio, close that door. <laughs> Got a, lot, a bunch of little notes. We did a study here of transformation. Romans uh, 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of an eye, reprogramming the way you think. Because what you think, as the Bible said, you is. So as you begin to rethink what the Word of God says who you are and not what your mama has spoken over you, not what your daddy has spoken to you out of anger and frustration because he didn't understand you, not what your, your friends had tied you, not, 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 what, not that what that cop didn't like you, not not, not your wife or your girlfriend that misunderstood you, but, but the word of God says, <laughs> So, you know, you can't speak about something that you haven't experienced. <laughs> If I could use this phrase this way, I was the weakest one of my clan. I was the one that always got rejected. Everybody got the $65, 75 $80 shirts. I got the $399 out of the same love and family and everybody. I never learned to hate them or anything. When I began to climb, some of them loved me but still looked at me funny. Never, over, never took the title of I was lesser because I couldn't read, I couldn't write, I couldn't speak well. So I got branded not only by my own family but by friends and, and, and schoolmates and all that stuff. People could be very cruel. So I had a 15-foot wall. You can't get in here. You will never touch my emotion because I will never let you in here. But I can tell you today, look, I'm free. I can confess. I couldn't read. I couldn't confess. I couldn't write. But because because the Bible says that He has given me the mind of Christ, and I started thinking, wait a minute, Lord Jesus, the mind of Christ. I gotta stop speaking that into myself, my insistence, because the mind of Christ created the mind of Adam, and Adam was a genius. Adam named every living thing. And he, And God says, That's not the mind I gave you. I give you my mind. I said, Wait a minute. I just got a little revelation. I'm all by myself in my room, just sitting there having this great conversation with God. And I'm having this revelation. I'm saying, Father, you didn't give me the mind that created. You didn't give me that mind. You gave me the mind that created him. Whoa. I don't have a lack, I can't read. I can't conceive, I can't speak, but it takes time, because you're talking about years of billable scars and pains, and so every, for every step I tried to take, four more took me back. Yeah, yeah. So every time you thought I was getting closer, I was like, you why is the goal going? One of us is going the wrong way. <laughs> Go, get closer, because he prays with our emotions and stuff. But as I, in faith, in faith, I started reading. You know, I started saying, okay, wait a minute. Christ, uh, you gave me the mind of Christ. You didn't give me the mind, uh, just any old mind. You gave me an awesome mind. You gave me a creative mind. You gave me a mind of purpose. So I began to pray. Father, the name, I don't know the names of the mind, the parts of the mind. doesn't matter. In faith, Father, parts of memory, parts of speech, parts of this, parts of that. For a month, nothing. Nothing. I so said, wait a minute, Lord. But your word says, your word says. In the book of James, it says, he who is simple, acts." I said, Lord, I don't think they come any simpler than me. I need your help. I, I, you, you, you need to show me a sign. I know what the pastor says, and I, and, and I read it. But I, I don't want your word to be just a story. It has to be a reality to me. Amen. So, you know, I, you know, I got five kids, and, and my kids, I never hit from them, my problems, my problems, why, that's why I pushed them so hard in school and stuff, and to achieve, because I always told them how better they are than me, and look what I could do, and you could do better, because you're better than me, so I was say to my wife, honey, honey, how you spell this word, and my wife would spell it for me, honey, how you spell this word, so she told me, I ain't, I ain't gonna tell you no more, you gotta, you gotta figure this out, you know, you gotta push harder, you don't understand, I used to push so hard, that the page would turn white, all the letters would disappear, I, I just vanished, where'd it go, where'd it go, I couldn't, I couldn't couldn't conceive it. So I began to speak into, into my own insistence. You can I will look in the mirror. You are a conqueror. You're going to school. You're going to achieve. You're going to do this. I don't care what my mother says. I don't care if my brothers don't believe in me. I don't care if my father says this. I don't care if my sister. I'm standing. I'm standing. So I began to pray. In the process of the month praying over my mind I began to see letters. Just letters. Now I go, what's this? So I go, how do you spell this word? And I saw letters form. So I immediately grabbed a paper and pencil and I wrote it. And I ran to my wife. I said, baby, how you spell it, baby? How you spell it? Come on. I ain't gonna help you. You gotta tell you gotta push. Come on, baby. Yo, woman, <laughs> spell the word. <laughs> so, so she spelled the word. <laughs> He's, good. He's good. You gotta celebrate your victories. You gotta celebrate. You gotta give him glory and honor. You, you gotta. He saved you. He healed you. He filled you. You still can't walk around with a sour face. Praise him because he is worthy. He's worthy. But the evidence was there, it was there. I spelled it. I did it. But now I had to come against my emotions. I had to come against all the past words that has been spoken over me. I has been. Never make it. I had to come against. I had to fight against. Uh, no longer. I made a decision. I wasn't going to swing down, downstream wherever. I'm going against the stream. I'm going against what they said I am and they said I should be and they say where I should live at. And I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I saw or awesome God. Yeah. Then I read it, The Bible says, fearfully, awesome me. Fearfully, awesome me. Yeah. Junk is not in those words. has been are not in those words. I said, wait a minute. I'm walking with something that doesn't belong with me. It's Ill- illegally attached onto me. So within myself, within my emotion, I first had to cut away what the people on, <laughs> I pray they didn't do it intentionally. You know, ignorance is not an excuse, but still ignorance is ignorance. But as I said, you know, I began to cut away what they said about me. Yeah. And I began to believe. It took a process because then I have people come and me and Pastor says, Jose. I say, yes, Pastor, that's my father. Pastor Victor is my father, my friend, my co-laver. That, ma- that man speaks, I sit and listen, period. He slaps me, I come back for another slap. I says, teach me. He's the one who believed in me when nobody else, even my parents at the time, didn't understand or believed in me. So what he tells me, I do. Even if I don't agree with it. Even if I don't like it. I will complain about it. And I'll come back to him and say, yes, sir, me, what else do you need me to do? I will do whatever that because he's the one that stood in the gap for me. So he will tell me things. He says, Jose, I say, yeah, your lack of reading is not the problem. Yeah, I can't read it. It is. No, no, that's not your problem. And, you know, me being obedient to him, hey, man, Pastor. And I'll go, but I can't read it. It's got to be my problem. My problem was the lack of belief. When I began to conceive what the word truly says about me, then it didn't become a problem. Then I became to overcome. But if you don't take on what the Lord has spoken over you, you will always struggle in the desert. God don't like murmurs. You know what murmurs does? It tells God I don't believe in you. Bible says a double-minded person will never achieve, will never please, right? Oh, I'm not double-minded. How dare you call me double-minded? I know what I am. I know who I am. I'm focused. I trust God. God, you're going to help me, right? You're going to help me. Yo, I've been waiting, man. I've been waiting for this. You know, I don't know what's going on. You heard what happened, man? Yo, I'm still here. What's going on? No, but I love you, Jesus. That's a double-minded person. Even though they don't realize it. Because you're speaking two things into insistence. So the, enemy, the Lord has to say this. He goes, when you come to an agreement, I'll step in. To then I have to wait till you decide where you're at. But the moment you said, I'm here, God says, I've been there. Not I'm here. I've been there. You thought you were alone, but I always was with you. You thought you were doing this on your own, but it was actually my strength and my angels were protecting you. When you sit back and you look at your life and you say, Lord, how could I be sitting here today listening to this? He goes, because I've been with you all along, but you just never knew me. <laughs> See, it's never because I'm that good or the preacher's that good or the apostate, or the whoever, man or woman of God. It's always and always will be because he's been with you. So back to murmuring. He don't like murmurs. He don't like it. You know, the, the, the Israelites, when God sent Moses, you know, when God gives you a task, you know, i going to jump here. Am I not allowed to do that? Thank you. When God gives you a task, the first thing that comes out of your mouth, Lord, me? <laughs> you sure you wasn't talking to Nate? You heard what Nate just said? <laughs> My boy's back. He got the dance and everything. You know. No, man. I, I, I'm sorry. Say it again. Let me get out of his way. <laughs> you know, because we cannot receive or receive what he's saying because the vision that we see ourselves, the perceptions of what we are, even though we believe that we've been delivered, there's still an odor of still that we need to release. See, God, you got to go back to God and says, Lord, I believe in you. I trust you. I've released. I've released. What else do I need to let go? Amen. You know what? He'll show you. He, okay, I'm going to give you a, a sample. I robbed somebody one time. (laughs) I uh, I was working at a, uh, I was a a baker, and I used to train bakers, and um, my boss ripped me off. No problem. Yeah, how much is that going for? You buying it? Yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, here. take another one. Here, here. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. I just robbed them, you know. An eye for an eye, two for a two. You take it from me, I take it from you. It's, it's in the word. I don't know what book, but it's in the word. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pastor Pastor Lewis Alvarez, one time when I gave my heart to back to the Lord, and uh, and I uh, he challenged me. He put he put a word in the men's ministry that day, and he says that you need to go back and ask God to show you. To bring back into memory that what you need to repent. Because it's hindering you from being who you're supposed to be. So, hey, I love a challenge. Especially I want to be a man of God. So, I began to pray. Father, forgive me for this. Forgive me for that. Forgive me for this. It was a long list. So, I said, forgive (laughs) me. And then when I finished, I said, Lord, I don't know what else to repent. You know, bringing to my memory what I need to release. Be careful careful. So I said, Lord, whatever it is, I'm bold, Lord. Come on, hit me with it. No, Lord, don't make that one. He wanted me to go back to my boss, who was Jew, and confess to him that I wrote for him. I said, Lord, you lost it. (laughs) Let's try this again. You lost it. I said, do you understand, Father? that this is how I provide for my family. And you want me to tell the man that I took money from his pocket and 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 we're going to hug and kiss and it'll be cool? Ain't having it. So pastor at that time challenged me to go to school. I was going to Bible college. So I'm driving down the road. I'm trying to do the Christian thing, you know. Change it. put the Christian station, and the station is going on. Bam, bam, bam! Praise the Lord! Bam, bam, boom! boom. Yeah, hello! I don't know. Who, I usually don't do this. I don't know who's this is for. But the Lord said to tell you, what's taking you so long to do what you're supposed to be doing." Call it back to the song, and I went, "No, change that station." <laughs> See, it's awesome. Look how much He loves you. He pursues you. He wants you to begin to trust him. And trusting him is, is more than just verbally saying it in a room setting of, of Holy Ghost filled Christian. But when you're out there and you have to trust him, it's a whole new ball game. So I go to, I go to class, and I got the evangelist and teacher, and she's, wow, wow, wow. She did the same thing. And she goes, I usually don't do this in class. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but the Lord said, What's taking you so long, how are you to get it done? Okay, the lesson is, and I'm going and I'm like sinking in my seat. So, oh, Lord. so now, three days, three days has gone by. I mean, I thought of every angle, maybe you know, the devil is alive, he's trying to sound like God, you know, you know every angle I could think of. And on the third day, I went to my wife and I confessed to my wife. And she goes, She goes, Honey, I said, Baby, I've been dealing, I've been in the desert for three days. <laughs> I've been sweating this. <laughs> I want to trust Him, but I don't know how to do it. She's saying trusting God and putting your, putting your hands on a plow is two different things. So now I'm, I, I, now I'm at work, you know, and I'm struggling. I'm like doing work and I'm like, Lord, praise the Lord. Well, you're freaking crazy. Are you going to lose your job? Praise the Lord. I'm trusting you. I'm like a madman. Man. If you were to put a camera on me, you go, Un loco. <laughs> Un loco. So now uh, my my boss's office there, there's the door entrance, and I'm like, you know. (sighs) (laughs) I must have passed by about five times. Now he's like looking at me. Ross, you okay? So I went into the office and I started talking to him. I said, P, I got to share something with you. You know, I just recently gave my heart back to the Lord. That means nothing to him? He's a Jew. (laughs) Internet. All Jews are listening, love you. I don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know, so. and, and he starts talking. And I start sharing him what I did, what happened. And, and, and now I'm gonna give the justification for what I did. And you know, bang, 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 I robbed you, I did this, remember this, and this. I took it, I sold and I kept the money because I felt in my heart you did this, this, and this, this and what, but you know, as a, as a man who's trying to trust God, I just want to, you know, uh, I'm repenting before you and, uh, you know, whatever you want to do. Go ahead. I put my head down. It was quiet. Quiet. Then all of a sudden he goes, he begins to ask me forgiveness. And I went, go ahead, Holy Spirit. He says, yeah, I've been mistreating you, and uh, I've done this to you. And I'm going, I didn't even care what he was saying. I was saying, thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, get him. <laughs> and he says, let's crush this. You know, let's, let's forget about it. I said, no, no, no. I'm going to pay you. He says, okay, uh, could you take three payments for my check? He goes, yeah, starting next week. I need this week. He he said, anything. I ran to the bathroom, threw myself on the floor, and I gave God the glory and honor. Mm. (laughs) Now, let's be honest. Did you think that was easy? No. No. I I think I lost like 15 pounds that day. But I gained it the night before because I went out and celebrated. (laughs) So framing your mind and taking steps of faith, step in faith it goes hand in hand it's a marriage you cannot say you're a christian you cannot even proclaim the word of god and the promises without having the relationship with the with the god i used the other day with my wife that i could go to my wife anytime i want to because not pick only only because the relationship that i have with her but i'm standing on the promise that she gave you know the promise you don't know, do you take this man I do. I got a promise. She do. She. I will. You know what I'm saying? We got something. So, my Father says, "I, am, you are healed because of what I have done. You, you done. I receive. It's done. It's that simple. There's a marriage between me and my Father." That now I can stand on the promises that he's come to give me life and life in abundance. He's came to, to heal me, to fill me. He has a plan and a purpose for me. Even though at the time I, I may not understand it, but right that moment, I'm still celebrating the freedom. So, I'm free in Jesus. Oh, man. But you can be free in Jesus and still be in bondage. Because what you murmur, the Israelites, when, when Moses went before Pharaoh and said, let my people go, and you know the story, back and forth, the pleasures, this and that, and he finally let them go, and they're going to a desert that should have taken four days or five days, a week maybe, in, into the promised land, he sent 12 spies into the promised land, and the 12 spies went in and they said, wow, yeah, they came back. Yes, it is exactly the way the Lord says. It is full of milk and honey. But they're giants with grasshoppers. Preception. I'm a lesser. Joshua and Caleb said, yes, they're giants. But our God said. So they believed the report of the ten. And they cried out. This is what their cry was. Why, Moses, did you bring us out from Egypt to die in the wilderness? It would have been better for us to die in Egypt and, and, or die in the wilderness than we go in here, get killed, and our wives and children become slaves. I'm going to bring the story shorter. God said to Moses, how long will I bear The murmurings of my people. He says, tell them that I say this. Because what they have spoken, what they have framed for that day, what they have spoken, I have heard. And I will give them what they asked for. For every day that the spies spent in the the, uh, promised land was 40 days. There's one year for every day. So they spent the 40 years in the wilderness. And then he said... For those who murdered will not enter the promise, but your children's will. So because out of their curse, out of their frustration, they spoke their own destiny by saying, it would be better if we die. And God says, so it be. So, so modern days, today, I don't know what problems you are. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what lies is coming, How, how high the, how deep that river is to you. But it's just perception because if you speak to it and you believe it, even though you feel like you're drowning, if you c- proclaim what God says he came to do for you, you overcome because he is going before you. Now he's compelled to release what you have spoken because it's in alignment. It is in alignment with his word. His word says, I came to give you life. He can't give you life and destroy you because then he's a liar. I came to give you abundance. That means there's no lack in him because he's giving you everything from heaven to earth. So I came to heal you. I came to fill you. I came to bless you. So what is it that you think you don't have? He says, I came already to do it. So if you're coming in alignment, if you're speaking in alignment, I'm going to feel good. Or the doctor says they may have to cut my arm off. But the word says... This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will worship and praise Him and thank Him for my healing, for my deliverance. It doesn't move yet. But it, it, let, me, let me remind it, let me tell it Father, Jesus, I can achieve what He called me to achieve. It's that simple. It's a principle. The Word of God is a principle. And if we operate in the principle, there is nothing that we cannot achieve or overcome. It's just your belief. That's why I said to you before uh, last Sunday about the woman with the issue of the blood. She was healed before she touched. She was healed the moment she believed. Her belief caused her to react. So she pursued her healing. Before she touched the garment, she was healed. See, Jesus didn't say, because you touched my garments, you have been free. No, he says, your faith has healed you. Wait up, I wrote that somewhere. Wait up, I wrote that somewhere. Say it again, it sounds good. Your faith... Has healed you. Matthew 9, 28 and 29. Blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) So, as he's blowing it up, (laughs) (laughs) if you believe you can achieve, and you believe. You begin to confess, and that what you confess from your mouth, you receive, because faith gives you a vision of the finished product, so it gives you a goal, so now, like the woman, the issue, her goal was to touch the garment, now your goal is to reach the level in faith, and the Bible says that if you can conceive it in your spirit, you can achieve it in the flesh, So, yes, the problems are there. Yes, the rent hasn't been paid. Oh, man, you want me to talk about paying bills? Never put it up there. We're still waiting for it. because okay. Um, yeah, Matthew. <laughs> praise the Lord. Ever it is. Is that it? No, that's not it. 928. We'll be speaking at the end of the service, my brother. No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And when he had come into the house, the blind man came to him and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Twenty nine. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Do you believe? Then I'm capable to achieving what, I'm, what you're asking me to do. Yeah. Then according to your faith, according to the level of, that you're believing, let it be. That's all he said. That's all he said. <laughs> you know what he's saying? I already gave you the authority. I already gave you the healing. When my son died on the cross, he said it was finished. Everything was ever needed to be done, it was done. So in the level that you believe it, you can't achieve it. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. My leg's not long enough. I don't speak well. My mind can't, can't focus. I'm my bank account is speaking one thing, but I want to speak another. I don't care what it is. My wife is about to leave me. I can speak into the assistance as the Lord begins to operate through me and to bless her. The potter takes the clay, slaps it on the table, and spins it. Water, symbol of the Holy Spirit, and begins to form. That's what your words are doing. You're forming the vessel that you want to be. You're forming the vessel that the, the gap you're standing for. You're forming into the vessel that, you know what? The vessel that, the, 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 the one of a kind vessel, never be another vessel like that vessel. That's a unique vessel. That's a priceless vessel. There's never be another one marked the same, shaped the same, able to hold the same because you're uniquely made, perfectly, fearfully in this image. You are awesome. You are awesome. That's what the word of God says. That's what you got to pre- repeat to yourself. I am awesome. I am not sick. I do not have a free will. I don't have to sniffle. I am healed because by thy stripes, I have been healed. I have been made whole. By thy blood, I have been delivered. I can speak. Oh, my God, I can speak. I can read better than I ever did in my life. I got jobs making more money now than I have ever made in my life. Are you the cornerstone that has been rejected? If you're the cornerstone that's been rejected, (laughs) watch out. Because God's got a special place in his heart for cornerstones, rejected ones. With the unqualified, you know, the funny speakers, the funny lookers, you know, the one that don't go with the crowd. They usually are the ones that God used to do the supernaturals. While the intellects can't do them, figure out, I'm better than him, I'm smarter than him, I'm doing this him. See, because it has nothing to do with what you think you got. It has to do with what he gave you to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, who was that servant that the Lord said to him, mighty warrior, rise. And he goes, Lord, you're talking to me? Yeah, yeah, rise. Who? Yeah, that's the one. Get up, he said. Rise, warrior. He said, Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. I think there's a confusion here." He said, "What do you mean?" He said, "You don't understand who I am." He said, "I don't understand who I, am. I created you." It's okay. Let me hear you out. Uh, you don't understand who I am. My clan is the weakest clan of all the clans, and I am the weakest of the weakest. Rise, warrior. When he received it, when he got the understanding, when he could see what the Lord has been telling me, he became a mighty warrior for the Lord. So I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't even, I don't even know what word has been spoken into your essence that you suppressed this so much. That's why you need to go back to the Lord and say, show me, Father. Show me, show me, show me why I keep striving and I keep missing. There's something in here that hinders me from being who you call me to be. And God is a loving father. What's that song you say? He's a loving father. He's a good father. And I am loved. That's what I am. I am loved by him. That's what you are. You are his love child. He's a good, good father. Yes, he is. I'm not taking your place, Tony. I? I got need for that. He's a good father. Oh, man. Three seconds, two seconds. Bam. More time. Guess you got to come next week. According to Julio, according to I got no more time. <laughs> I got the double server. I ran out of time. What's that? Over time? five minutes, praise the Lord. so <laughs> are, are you guys receiving this? You guys? Mm. My goal here today is not to make you just feel good. My goal is to free you because, because the Bible says that you may prosper. As your soul prosper. See, because if your soul is delivered and free, then you are. So I, 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 I feel free. But if your soul still in bondage, is still speaking that little whisper, you will not prosper because it will not allow you to. So today you got to understand that you are a love child. You're not a mistake. You are a love child made perfectly in the image of the more awesome I am. You gotta understand that he came to give you life and life in abundance. He also gotta understand that he came to, with a special purpose that only you can fulfill. Not the person beside you, not the person behind you or in front of you can fulfill that spot or, or that mission that he gave you to fulfill. You were created for this specific time, specific time and frame that the Lord will use you you, not me, not the guy behind you, not your boyfriend, not your wife, not your husband, not your children, not the pastor, not the elder. He called you for this time and season to become who you are. Let me tell you about this journey. You don't understand the journey I've been through. It has been painful. I've been hurt. Yes, but it's not to make you weaker. It's to make you stronger. Because that what the enemy has launched to destroy you. God says, I'll bring it in and make give myself glory. And I'm giving myself glory. You're giving victory. You're giving healing. You're getting feeling. You're getting. You're getting. You're getting. Do we serve an awesome God? He is awesome. He is worthy. He is faithful. He's the awesome I am, I am, I am an overcomer, I am your God, I am your healer, I am your creator, I am your stronghold, I am your fortress, so that got to go with the I am, right? I am an overcomer because he is an overcomer, I am holy because he is holy, I am the head and not the tail, I'm a giver, not a bowler, I am healed, I am filled, are you too? Praise him because he's worthy, give him the glory and honor. Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Worship you. Hallelujah. We give you the glory and honor. Praise him. Give him glory.